makes you thankful. Amen. Willing to save old sinners like you and I, huh? Oh, what do we have to boast about? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Well, this morning, remember Lot's wife. Let's ask God to help us. Father, bless now. We ask, Holy Spirit, you move amongst us. Give me clarity of mind. Help us all. Lord, we, we all lost an hour of sleep this, this, during the night. But, Father, refresh us now. Help us on purpose. Listen. Help us to understand this message and save the one without you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Statement that God made here in his word, remember Lot's wife. I thought, you know, I guess if you were going to say, I want to start memorizing scripture, probably the first one would be Jesus wept. The second verse would probably be this verse, wouldn't it? Remember Lot's wife. That would be really easy. We could all memorize those real quick. But the Lord said it, even though it's something small, it's something very important. And I, I look at this and I, I begin to think, why would the Lord say, remember Lot's wife? The thought goes, how many people there are in the Bible that the Lord could have said, remember them? I mean, the Lord knew everybody. I look back and I think, well, you know, why, why wouldn't he name some other people, but he named Lot's wife? I think if, if, if the Lord had left it up to us and said, well, who do you think we ought to say, remember? Well, we might think about it for a moment, or probably a lot of us would just jump right up and say, well, I could think of a bunch of names. Well, why not Moses? Remember Moses. Boy, wow, how many things we can get from the life of Moses. And I mean, he just hits the whole realm of things, and we say, remember Moses, or we would say, remember Elijah, remember Elisha, remember Daniel. Boy, again, there, that, that young man, and how that, that he, 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 he kept himself from being, uh, 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 going along with the world, and, and, uh, and, uh, and, and I think, man, why, why can we say him? How about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? We, we would say to the Lord, probably those are some good names to remember. And we would even say, well, well you know, what about, uh, what about Jonah? You know, I mean, man, I'll tell you what, you know, he really messed up at first trying to run, but uh, he didn't give up after being swallowed up and then thrown up and, and, and then going and preaching and people get saved. And yeah, he, he did. He did get a little upset then and, and uh, there, but you know what? At least he did that. And, you know, let's remember him. But the Lord said, remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. I could even think, well, you know, Lord, if it's not some of those folks who did great things, hey, it'd be good for us to remember Herod. Not about good things that he did. We could say, remember Herod, watch out how, you, how bad you could be. We can say, hey, why, why don't you remember Pharaoh? Let's say it this way. Remember Pharaoh. Remember how that he, he kept it, uh, had captivity of, of God's people and, and all that he put them through. And, and, and we would think, you know, hey, don't forget that. Remember that. We would probably have told the Lord, say, that would be a good one to remember. But the Lord said, remember Lot's wife. I began to look in the Bible and I found, you know what? The only person that he said remember was Lot's wife. Oh, I understand this, and the thought came to my mind, too, about this. The Lord did say, remember me. Now, of course, we know others ask the Lord to remember them, but the Lord said that. We're not far from it. Luke chapter number, uh, number 22. Just keep your place there. Go over to Luke chapter number 22. And we read this every time we have the Lord's Supper. 
And, uh, and, and, and the Bible says uh, in verse number 19 of 22, And he took bread and gave thanks and break it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. Then notice what he says. This do in remembrance of who? Lord was saying, remember me this way. So, in the whole Bible, the Lord says, remember me this way by the Lord's Supper. But then he also says, remember Lot's wife. Remember her, his wife. Well, really, when it comes down to it, very little is said about Lot's wife. Really hard to put a whole sermon together, although we are today, but we'll talk about others too. But you'll see what I'm talking about in a few moments here. But, you know, uh, I'm thinking other than the Lord himself, the Lord said, remember me, but remember Lot's wife. And I, I, I think, well, if you're really concerned about Lot's wife, let's narrow it down a little bit. Let's say, remember Lot. Now, there's a lot to remember about Lot, isn't there? There's a lot of things that God put in the Bible about Lot and what happened in his life. I think we could probably talk about how that there he was with Abraham. What a blessing to be with that great man, Abraham. And there he was with him, and, 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 and you and I would say, well, you know, maybe we ought to remember, remember Lot about that situation. He was with his uncle Abraham. And, and, uh, but we find out the story there, and this is something else we could remember, that, that Lot was with his uncle there, but his herdsmen and, and Abraham's herdsmen, they got into a strife. Strife is never a good thing. They got into a strife, and it caused them to have division. They got into this division, and Lot took his. They divided the land. Abraham, Abraham was a was a was a fellow I believe was a very peaceful, peaceable man. And he said, "Lot, you decide whatever ground you want. We'll divide it, and and we can't have this strife. We, you go this way, I go over here. Wherever you want to go, that's all right with me." Abraham was a good man, and Lot he began to think about it a little bit, and. And uh, 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 so he decided what, what land he would take. He would take those well-watered plains. And uh, uh, we find out there that Lot chose the property that was overlooking the place called Sodom. Now, Sodom was a very bad place. And again, we're talking about remember something. Maybe this is something good for us to remember. Lot had strife. Man, if we remember about that, that we shouldn't have strife. And then we looked at he, he chose the land that was overlooking Sodom. And we think, you know, why that would be something we ought to remember there. I, we, we would look at it and say, well, you know, it seems like a, that, that Lot was only concerned about himself. Well, that's something to remember that we should not be. It seems like Lot was just concerned about having what was best for him, not, not even thinking about what would happen to him and his family later on. And so Lot pitched his tent toward Sodom. Bad, bad decision. Lot had no business in Sodom. He ends up in Sodom. We know the story there, but I really don't think he intended to be in Sodom. You know what? A lot of folks mess with sin never intend to get in as deep as they get. A lot of people mess up their lives that didn't plan on it. I don't think anybody that took their first cigarette thought, I plan on being uh, uh, addicted to cigarettes. I don't think anybody who, who took their first drink said, you know what, I, I just hope someday I'll be an alcoholic. They never plan on it. But sin always takes you farther than you want to go. Always does. And I look at Lot and I think, you know, Lot, he thought, well, I'll just pitch my tent towards Sodom. Sodom was a terrible, awful place. 
And he pitches his tent. And I can imagine him saying, what is it going to hurt just to look at it? What's it going to hurt just to see it? And Lot ends up in Sodom. And then in Sodom, we find him living there. Well, he was with Abraham at first, and then the strife, and then he pitches his tent because he had to have that ground. I mean, you think he would look and say, man, that's evil down there. I don't want to pitch my tent that way, but he did, thinking he could handle it. Lord, what do you mean, remember Lot's wife? Shouldn't we remember Lot? Some good reasoning there, I guess. There in Sodom, we find that Lot has a house. And then we find that he's an important man in that house, in that city. Why, he's sitting at the gates. That's where those who had power in the city were at. Now he's become a big shot in that city. I can imagine thinking, you know, I'm somebody now. I used to be just someone up there with some herdsmen and and taking care of some animals, but now here I am. I'm I'm a politician in the city of Sodom. Now he's become a part of Sodom. And then we find one day messengers came that were sent from God to warn, warn Lot about what was going, it was happening there. And those messengers came to Lot one day and they said, you know what? You're going to have to get out of here because there's going to be destruction on the city of Sodom. Sodom was a very immoral place. It was wicked. It was vile. I hate to say this, but I think if you look at the United States of America, you see a little bit of a picture of Sodom. Everything today has to do with the Sodomites. Just about everything. I heard him talking about the bank that went under in California this week and caused a lot of of troubles and people can't get their money. He said, you know, the person in charge of all that was too busy worrying about the LGBTQ policies and everything else and the woke policies. They should have been concerned concerned about the people who had their money in the bank. But it just flows. That's what was happening in Lot's day. There they told me, you're going to have to get out of the city because of the immoral, immoral sodomites. And so what happened one day, Lot's there and these, these, these angels, I believe, that God sent there to, to, to Lot's house. Lot has them come in. He welcomes them there. And then all of a sudden, there's a knocking at the door. And who is at the door? It's the Sodomites. Now, when we use the word Sodomites, understand those were the homosexuals. That's what it means. And the Sodomites were at the door. You said, well, you know, they're good people. Wait a minute. Don't understand why they were at the door. They said to Lot, said, Lot, we noticed some men came to your house. We want you to bring them out to us that we might know them. They wanted to be immoral with them. They wanted to commit sin with those men. I hate talking about it, but it's in our face all the time. And that's what was happening. I'm thinking, God, let us remember Lot and what happened here. That's not the worst of it. Lot said, you can't have these men. You may applaud them now. You're about not to. He said, you cannot have these men. 
These men are sent from God. You can't have them. And then he did the unthinkable. He said, I have two daughters. He said, they don't even know, they've never known a man. I'll let my daughters come out to you. I'm telling you what, that just makes me mad. I look, I look now and I look at Lot and I think, how in the world can you say that? How can you give your daughters to such vile men? These were perverts. That's what they were. Say, preacher, that's hate speech. No, it's not hate speech. It's the truth. And said, so well, he was going to give their, his daughters to these, these men. And, 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 and uh, uh, you know, I think, Lot, how in the world could you do that? Because when I look back and I think of the story, I'm thinking, wait a minute, Lot. You were with Abraham. You had good teaching by your uncle Abraham. You were around him. You know better than that. And you know what? There's so many people involved in all kinds of vile wickedness today who know better than that. How many young people know better but yet walk into I mean, they just walk right into it. We say sometimes they fell into sin. You don't fall into sin. You walk into sin. Or I'll tell you what happens. A lot of times you run into it. Lot knew better. But in fact, the Bible tells me Lot was, has a righteous soul. Well, if I was determined that, I'd say no, he doesn't. But I know this, God's always right. God said he had a righteous soul. But it just goes to show you what a Christian could end up putting up with someday. I believe he got around that stuff, just like what's happening in America. There was a day when the Sodomites, we looked at it and said, that was evil, that was wicked, and they had to live in closets, they said. Because we understood it was now. It's like, come on out. We want you. Be a part of us. Let's have one in our church to pre-pastor us. Let's have Sunday school teachers teach our boys and girls about that. Let's have our schools, and our schools today are indoctrinated with this garbage like never before. Just like Sodom. You said you could have my daughters. You know what I'd say? I'd say, Lord, instead of Lot's wife, why don't you say, remember Lot. Remember Lot. Well, after this, Lot went to his sons-in-law's. He begins to talk to them. Some of his daughters were married. He had two daughters at home yet that he had offered to these men. But he goes to his son-in-laws in Genesis 19, 14. I'll read to you. It says, And Lot went out, spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. Listen to what they thought about their father-in-law. But he seemed as one that mocked to his sons-in-law. Lot had a horrible testimony. His sons-in-laws. You know, you would think they would have some respect for what their father-in-law had to say. You would think a man with a righteous soul, even though they may have not been anything close to him, they were saying, what is going on with the old man? Why, he's lost his mind. Maybe one of the others looked at him and says, you know what happened? He got religion. And they chuckled and laughed. 
They thought he was crazy. I would say, remember Lot for the reason of he had a horrible testimony. Be a lesson to us to make sure we have a testimony that's good and righteous. I want my sons-in-laws to know when I come to them about something, he means it. It's real. I want my I want my church to know when I preach to you something, it's real. I don't want you to ever say, well, you know, I, and mock me and say, well, you know, he just got, he's just a little bit crazy. No, I'm not crazy. That's why I got a book open up here. I know my frailty. I know, I know my, my downfalls. I know that I'm an old sinner, but as the song said, saved by grace. But the Lord said, remember Lot's wife. Lot then fled to Zoar. Bible tells us that an angel came and took Lot by one hand, his wife by hand, and led them out of the city. And the two daughters went along. It's sad, isn't it? Because the rest of them didn't come along. They were leaving the place that they considered home to them. I'm sure Mrs. Lot became attached to the house she was in. I'm sure that morning when they got up and she knew that they were leaving, she walks out of her bedroom, she stands at the door and she looks in the bedroom and thinks, this is our bedroom, I won't be coming in here anymore. She walks through the kitchen and she says, I made many meals here at this table. I won't be here anymore. She goes in the living room and says, oh, how many times we had a good time just sitting down talking, spending time with the family. I won't have that anymore. I thought about how she must have felt leaving that. As they left the house, they go out the, out the door. The door closes behind them. She gets to the end of the sidewalk and she looks back at the house and thinks, we had this house. This is my home. I'm leaving this home. I'm walking away from it. She turns as they take her hands. They're walking through the street on their way to Zohar. And neighbors coming out. Where are you going? We're leaving. Destruction's coming. Oh, oh it's not looking. Look at the beautiful sunshine. Look at, the, look at the clouds and the blue sky. Everything's fine. Why, why, we all have our jobs. We have our home. You have a beautiful home. She goes, we're leaving. She says goodbye. Some of the neighbors probably look and say, you're crazy. You're crazy, old man. You're crazy leaving this place. You've worked. You've got a house. You've got, a, you've got family. And, and you're leaving here. You're crazy. And he kept on going. How hard it must have been. You get close to the city limits, and it's really sinking in. It's all over here. The thought comes to their mind again we're not going back. Sodom is going to be destroyed. Remember, God said to them, Don't look back. Don't look back. And when they were about to enter into the city of Zoar, Lot's wife looked back. In a sense, I could understand because that's where her heart was. But it was an evil place. 
And God said, don't look back. And when she did, all the Bible scoffers will laugh about it. But she turned to a pillar of salt. Lot no longer had a wife. Those two girls with him no longer had a mom. And so Lot goes on, just him and his two daughters. That's a sad enough story if it ended there. But that's not the end. Lot goes on with his daughters. And there the daughters had an idea. We need to keep the name going. We need to have some children. I hate even bringing it up in front of everybody. But they were immoral, had relations with their father. How disgusting. Where'd they ever get an idea like that? In Sodom. Maybe they were taught like our schools today, everything is okay. Men with men, women with women, children with their fathers. How wicked, how vile. They got their daddy drunk. They ended up expecting. Two little boys were born from that. One's name was Ammon, and the other was Moab. Their people ended up being the enemies of God's people. But imagine one day if we were to walk into the city. And we see this older man standing there with two little boys. Maybe he's got one on one hand and one on the other. We walked up to him and said, hello, sir. Those are sure two cute looking little boys you got with you. Boy, you've got some great looking grandsons. Locke would drop his head. You'd say, they're not my grandsons. They're my sons. What an awful story. What an awful story. And I'm thinking, I, I read this and I think what horrible things happen. And when I read in Luke what we read there and the Lord said, remember Lot's wife, I'm thinking, Lord, maybe we ought to remember Lot. Look at what happened to a righteous man. Look to a man who, who knew better. I mean, was raised right, who had the right ideas and had the word of God given to him by Abraham. Was a righteous man. Didn't it bother him to sin? Well, I'm sure it did at first. But just like with you and I, we get used to it. But the Lord said, remember Lot's wife. Question is why? Two real short things. That was really introduction. My sermon's about that big. One of the things that I believe God said, remember Lot's wife, was so that we would realize she was his wife. You say, that sounds crazy. It's not. God wanted us to remember that she was Lot's wife, and then when we think of Lot, he had a righteous soul. But you search your Bible over, you'll never find that she did. She was married to a righteous man, and yet she was lost. She was lost. 
I think the Lord was saying, remember Lot's wife and understand that you're not saved because your relative is saved. You're not saved because your husband is saved. You're not saved because your wife is saved or you could name anybody. I've heard people say before, I think I go to heaven. I had a good mom and dad. You don't go to heaven because of a good mom and dad. Someone says, well, my husband, he was such a great man. He loved God. I'm not asking you how great he was. I'm asking, do you know that you're going to heaven? Lot was there with a righteous man. I have to say it was a poor testimony. But how close was she to the answer of salvation? I'd have to give her this at least. She obeyed her husband in following him. We could give her a hand for that and say, well, good job, Mrs. Lot. When your husband said we're going to leave, you left. Now, I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us. I wonder if she put up a fight. Wouldn't surprise me. I think, you know what? She really wasn't the woman I think he was supposed to marry. I believe that he got her either out of Sodom or a Canaanite woman. And those were the people they were not to marry. But she marries a saved man doesn't make her a saved lady. She did the right thing by following her husband, but doing the right things will not save you. How many people we've talked to out and we've told witness to them, and they say, I think I go to heaven because I, we talked to a man yesterday, and it just boggled my mind. He gave us, I don't know, four, five, six things that he does. I just feel like my standing in the community and what I do for my parents, what I've done for my in-laws, and, 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 I, and, I, and I go to a church. I ask him what church you go to. He said, can you remember the name of it? But he thinks he's going to heaven. Not one, one word was said about the blood of Jesus Christ. And, of course, he didn't have time to listen to it either. How sad. There she was right there with a man who had the word of God, who knew how to be saved, was a righteous man. Evidently, he didn't even share it with his wife. So close. She was Lot's wife, but she wasn't saved, although I think almost. As she left outside the gate of Sodom, She almost reached a Zoar. I think that's a picture of salvation. And I think the Lord was trying to show us this. All she had to do could have been when they got the Zoar that Lot would be able to turn around when when later on they were able to turn and see and the smoke was rising from Sodom. He would say, honey, I got to tell you something. Maybe she'd gotten saved then. I don't know. But I believe it was a picture of salvation. And God was saying this. Remember her because she came so close. And what did she do? She turned and became a pillar of salt. It's interesting. She was lagging behind her husband as they were going there. I think, you know, the Lord had said, don't look back. But she did. You know, the Lord says you must be born again, and if we don't get saved, we go to hell. And it's true. Just like he told her, don't look back. But 
then I began to think, you know what? Hell's full of people who almost got saved. Hell's full of people who almost got saved. I heard a little story one time. There was a meeting in hell. And the devil said, we've got to have some way to keep people from getting saved. One little imp from hell said, I got an idea. I think what we ought to do is tell people not to believe the Bible. The devil said, well, that sounds pretty good. Another devil raises his hand and said, I, I, I've got a, I think I've got a better idea. Let's just tell those folks there that, 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 they just, those, that all they need is church membership, and that will take them to heaven. That, that, that would work. And the devil says, you know, that, that would probably do pretty good too. Then another devil from hell said, I know. Why don't, you, why, don't you, why don't you just tell all the people to look at all those safe people and how they're acting? Look at that safe man over there that's smoking his cigarettes and that guy's cussing and that guy's drinking and that guy's running around on his wife. Just, just point all that out and that'll keep him from wanting what, 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 what salvation is. The devil says, I think that's pretty good. But he goes, I, I don't think that's the best idea. One devil raises his hand and says, I have an idea. Let me go and tell everyone, yeah, you need to get saved. But later. But later. How many folks are in hell right now because they heard that? How many folks said, you know, I know how to get saved, but later I'll do that and drop over and drop into a place called hell. Someone wrote this, tomorrow's sun may never rise. To bless thy long deluded sight. This is the time. On then be wise. Be saved tonight. Proverbs 27 1 says. Boast not thyself of tomorrow. Thou knowest not. What a day may bring forth. 29 1 in Proverbs says. He that being often reproved. Hardeneth his neck. Shall suddenly be destroyed. And without remedy. Tomorrow. Preacher, I'll get saved someday, but not today. If I get saved today, people know that I wasn't saved, and they may say something. You know what? I wouldn't care if anybody said, and if everybody said something, I'd get saved. Don't listen to the imps of hell that say later. How many times out so many we've gone there, going through the plan of salvation, and they say, well, no, not now, later. And then I wonder, did they ever... Did they ever, in all these 40 years that we've been in this church and talked to people throughout year after year, at knocking on doors, how many people, I, I, I have no idea uh, how many, I could number of people who said later on, and I wonder how many of them are in hell right now because they planned on later. We don't know how long we have. We don't know how long you have the next breath. I want to close with a little illustration. I'll use Seth as this illustration is a serious one. I don't even like thinking about it, but if you don't mind, I will use you on it. Seth and his family, Lisa and, and uh, Titus and, and Lydia are in the house. In the middle of the night, all of a sudden, Seth wakes up and he smells smoke. He jumps up out of bed and he walks out in the hallway and sure enough, the house is consumed with fire. 
He's coughing, he's choking, and he runs down the steps, can't even see. He's got to feel his way down the steps and comes and feels the door and gets out. Flames are jumping all around him. Seth gets out through that door and he walks out into the yard and all of a sudden he's there bent over just trying to get, get some air into his lungs. And people coming over, you okay, Seth? I'm all right. I'm all right. Think about this. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I made it out. Thank the Lord I'm alive. The Lord saved me from these fires. Thank the Lord. Lisa. My wife's in there. Lydia. Lydia's in there. Titus is in the house. He tries to get back in. The firemen hold him back and say, we can't go in. The floors have all fallen in. Anyone else that was in there has perished. Seth's glad he made it out. The horror. The horror of his family not making it out. You know, the Bible says that in heaven he'll wipe away tears. I've oftentimes wondered about it, several ideas I have, and I wonder if this is one of the reasons. I think when we get to heaven, we're going to say how wonderful this is, how beautiful this is. But then we're going to see who is not there. Those who almost got saved, but said later. Now, he'll wipe away our tears. I don't think we'll spend all eternity thinking about that. But you know what? You say, this morning, preacher, I know I'm saved. I know I'm on my way to heaven. This story has nothing to do with me. The last part does. We made it out of the fire. But loved ones, friends, and neighbors are about to burn. And the Lord said, remember Lot's wife. I think this morning we understand that a little bit better. Almost saved. You know, the Lord does know what he's talking about. This morning, if you're not saved, you need to get saved. You ought to come down that aisle and say, preacher, I need to know I'm going to heaven. Don't let the devil come up behind you. And you know what he'll do? He'll say, next time, later, tomorrow. When you get home. When the preacher gets a chance. No, now is the time. And then Christian. Yeah, we're going to rejoice. We made it. When we walk and step into the place called heaven, we'll rejoice. But who won't be there? I think God wants us to get a burden for our families and our friends and our relatives. We want them to get out of the house alive too. Remember Lot's wife. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father almost makes me cry when I think about it. As Lot gets into Zoar and 
His wife was gone. She perished. Oh, what if what if he had told her what he knew? I really don't think she would have probably turned back and looked. But that was most important to her was that place of Sodom. And she perished there. Lord, help us. Help us this this morning. Help us to see the seriousness of the moment. There's somebody here not saved. I pray they get saved today. Lord, I pray that we might remember this little verse to the point that we will do something about those who are not saved. With our heads bowed, our eyes closed this morning. You died today. Do you know for sure you go to heaven? Can you answer that? I said to a man yesterday, I said, sir, he said, yeah, I think we're, gonna, we're doing really well. I think we'll be okay. And I said, if God met you at the gates of heaven and said, why should I let you in? What would your answer be? And he says, I don't know. Let me tell you something. You better know. There's a reason why we go to heaven. It's because of what Christ did for us because we got born again. I wonder if there'd be anyone here this morning who said, preacher, I'll be honest this morning, I'm not sure I'm saved and I'm not going to wait one more day. I need to be saved today. Would you slip your hand up, anyone this morning? Preacher, that's me, I'm not sure of it. You've been battling it in your mind for a long time. Don't, listen, the, 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 the little imp of hell is going to stick his head up beside you and say, do it later. Oh, you'll be embarrassed, you won't be embarrassed, you'll be glad, you'll find out everybody in this room will be glad to. Preacher, I don't know that I'm saved, but I'd like to know it. Christian this morning you say I know I'm saved what about those left in the house what about the family what about loved ones what about those co-workers destruction is going to come someday Oh, how wonderful it'll be that God will take us out. He'll rescue us from this old world if we're saved. But those that are not saved will be left behind. And if the Lord tarries, they'll die and they'll go to a burning, fiery hill. I wonder how many folks in hell can even realize, I came close. I worked with a saved man. I was neighbors with Christians. My spouse was a Christian. My mom was a Christian. My dad was a Christian. And they burn in a fiery hell. Oh, may we remember Lot's wife. Father, bless the invitation now. May it be a sobering time for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.